0: Hi everyone, it is Kevin Henry, the co-founder of Ignite DA. As always, thank you so much for joining us for a Dental Assistant Nation podcast. We so appreciate that at Ignite DA. And I wanted to let you know that today's episode is with a dear friend and a great resource whenever it comes to infection control, and that is Tia Hunter. Uh, Tia is an Expanded Functions Dental Assistant out of the great state of Missouri, and uh, we were lucky enough to catch her during what is very uh, a very busy time for all of us as dental practices ramp back up. And I want to let you know that this episode that we are getting ready to do, uh, there were a couple of moments uh, with Tia's cell phone connection that uh, maybe aren't the clearest, but they are very brief. Uh, so I want to let you know that ahead of time and uh, did everything I can to do some sound editing to boost it. But... More than anything, what Tia says in this uh, podcast is so critical. And I wanted to make sure that you listened and that you understood that. And I also wanted to apologize ahead of time for a couple of uh, very small cell phone uh, fade-outs. But good things coming in this episode. We always appreciate your feedback. We always appreciate your comments, your likes. And hey, make sure you're joining us on the Ignite DA Facebook page as well. So with that, I will bring in the amazing Tia Hunter. Thank you for joining us. Together, we rock. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Dillman System Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry, the co-founder of Ignite DA, as well as the editor-in-chief for DrBicuspid.com. Uh, hopefully uh, you are subscribed to us, whether you get our podcast through Google Play, iTunes, or Stitcher, or wherever. Uh, We always love to have subscribers as well as those comments and likes if you like what we're doing. And I think you're going to like what we're doing today because we're bringing in a fan favorite, and my goodness, shall I say, the editor of Dental Assisting Digest. That would be the irreplaceable, the effervescent Tia Hunter. Tia, <laughs> I cool. thought
1: you were going to say irresponsible. So- no, no, oh.
0: irresponsible. You're, so you
1: had a slight hesitation there, so I thought. Oh. <laughs> well, hello everyone, and Kevin, thank you for having me on again
0: today. Always love chatting with you. I know dental assistants always love hearing what you have to say, and we're going to talk about something that is like critically important right now. Always has been, but certainly front of mind right now. And that's infection control in the dental practice. And and Tia, I know that there are some things that as you see dental practices start back up, that you're wanting to make sure that dental assistants have front of mind as well as everybody in the dental practice, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. And you know, uh, everybody's talking about getting back to work and what you need. And certainly infection control has not changed in in our dental settings, but possibly we could be better than we were before. And so, you know, that's what I really want to focus on is, um, you know, maybe some of those things we weren't doing correctly or we weren't doing because we didn't know. You know, I always say we don't know what we don't know. So, um, you know, I'd like to go through some of those things. Yeah. And something very important and near and dear to my heart is dental unit water lines. And that's something as our practices are starting back up, we need to make sure that we are you know, shocking our lines, that we are uh, make, making sure that uh, after they've been stagnant for several weeks, that we um, get them cleaned and ready to go.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, that was one thing that I wanted to ask you was, I know a lot of dental practices were were shut down, unfortunately, and so we know a lot of things were sitting there, and that includes mm-hmm. water lines, and, and boy, I, I tell you, I if I'm a patient, I sure want to make sure that they've done everything they can to, to keep those water lines clean after, as you said, stag, uh, stagnation's kind of set in.
1: Yeah, and, you know, even like our own practice here in St. Louis, we, we were still seeing emergencies, but you're not seeing the volume of patients. Yeah. Low flow rate on those water lines, and that is a prime place for bacteria to build up, the biofilm to build up in those lines. So um, you know, treating those continually treating those lines, but then certainly shocking them to make sure how do you know if what you're doing is working well? You have to test your lines. You have to test your lines, something the CDC recommends and it's so very important.
0: It, it is. And I know, you know, like you said, that's something that I've heard you talk about for a long time. And I think sometimes dental practices over, I don't want to say overlook it, but they don't treat it as maybe as important as they should.
1: And you're right. And uh, they, they really need to, if you don't know about them, you know, certainly Kevin's going to give you my contact information. If you're, you know, curious to learn about water lines and what you need to be doing to keep them clean and safe for your patients and your team. I'll be more than happy to help you. But, um, you know, yeah, that, uh, it's something that, you know, everybody says, Oh, this must be new. Well, the CDC wrote it in the 2003 guidelines and it was already a, you know, a topic of conversation. Then it's just, it's just something we don't really focus a lot about. And, and truly, I you mean, know, I didn't really till about four years ago, uh, really get into this. And, um, you know, we've had some, some outbreaks, uh, of Legionnaires' disease and, and biofilm and all kinds of bad guys in our water lines, and so uh, you know, with that, I think that kind of brought it to the forefront and uh, kind of educated the dental community too on what we need to be doing.
0: And, and obviously, that's important. But I know that there's some other things that the dental practice, you know, PPE is so front of mind right now, and and, and right. every precaution that we can. But what are some other things in infection control wise? That, that we really need to be focusing on right now to, to keep team and patients safe?
1: Well, you know, there's, there's several things we need to be doing. We should be doing, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of things I see go wrong in the office is people aren't wearing proper PPE as they process instruments. And certainly right now in, uh, with COVID-19, we uh, We need to make sure that we are safe while processing those instruments. And a lot of people, you know, they're not wearing um, eye protection. They're not wearing their mask in that sterilization room. When you go to process instruments, you must be fully PPP'd up. Um, you need to make sure that you have, you know, your your goggles, your uh, face uh, mask shield, if that's what you're wearing, and heavy utility gloves. You know, if you get punctured or poked with an instrument, uh, there's all kinds of bad things that can happen. But you know, from from the time you walk into that sterilization room, you better, you know, be have on all your gear when you process those instruments and a lot of times i see people take that off and they go process their instruments and right. and that's not the right way to do it that's an OSHA thing but certainly that's also a crossover to infection control and keeping ourselves safe
0: and it's such a great point because i know so many assistants have told me and i'm sure they've talked to you as well that you know that in in these this new normal as we say they're looking for any excuse to take that mask off for a minute or you know get get some air or whatever it might be but that's not the time to do it. Or, or I'm not sure you know, obviously any time in the dental practice right now is the time to do that.
1: Right. And you know, a, a big another big mistake I see is is, you know, people want to take their they want to get that off before they go into that sterilization room, but I see them want their patients up front fully PPD'd up. And you really need to take that off. Um, now that was a rule before we got into COVID-19. But if, if you're going to keep your PPE on, PPE on, be mindful of what you're touching. Don't touch the front counter. Don't touch a door. Don't don't touch anything. You know, you, you keep it on, but you're mindful of, of what you're touching. Keep your hands to yourself um by by reaching over by touching by simply leaning on a counter as you're talking to a patient something that i'm sure we do without even thinking you know now we've transferred all those germs that are on us onto that counter so just be very mindful of you know what you're doing i see a lot of people um you know put their mask on last so they're touching their hair with their gloves on you know things like this you have to be mindful of what you're touching
0: you know, and it's so funny you say that because one of the things I was going to talk to you about was uh, I know on Facebook recently you talked about all the people that are out there wearing gloves right now, just the, the common public. You know, and and, and everything they're touching, And it's not like they're changing gloves or anything else. And, you know, unfortunately, you and I are boasting that in the dental practice as well, that people can contaminate their gloves before they even think about it or realize it.
1: Absolutely. And and so that's just, that's just that mindfulness that um, – you're not going to, once you have those gloves on, you don't touch anything, any part of your person, um, or, you know, go up front and touch anything, and certainly don't wear your PPE to the lounge. If you're going back to get a drink, by golly, take that PPE off um, so that, you know, you're not touching everything in the uh, in the kitchen area, so to speak. So, yeah, just be mindful of what your, of your surroundings and what you're touching, and, and certainly wash your hands, and, and you know, Gosh, how many times can we say that? But it's so yeah. true. It's, it's sure. the single most best defense we can use against the spread. You know, I was, uh, you know, I bought a new home and and I was at Lowe's the other day. I think I'm stocking it now. And um, I went to get one of those big blue carts. Yeah. They, they, they're set a used pair of gloves on the cart. And I wow. thought, oh, my gosh, they're a trash things people, but they just chose to throw them down right there. And how sad is that? It is. public shouldn't be wearing
0: gloves. (laughs) Agreed. You know, and and I, I know that we in the dental industry should really be at the forefront, obviously with all of our healthcare heroes who are out there, but should really be at the forefront of educating people about infection prevention, infection control, and, and I think, Tia, a lot of that goes back to what dental assistants are saying in the practice about how that they've been keeping people safe, you know, long before COVID. We knew that this was a ramp, you know.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, um, you know, people, dental assistants are afraid to go back to work. And, and I had an email this morning um, of a dental assistant that was afraid to go back to work. But truly, we have not seen this rapid, you know, destruction of you know, doctors and hygienists and assistants becoming ill with this disease. Um, what we're doing works. Our PPE works. Our disinfectants work. Uh, standard work. What we do works. So I, I want you to focus less on that and more on, you know, making that patient feel confident. You know, patients are going to come in they're scared everybody's scared but you know if you feel confident that's going to radiate to our patients and you know you and i both are big there's dental assistants and, and and how much good they bring to the office and this is this is no uh this is the same thing if you're in being there if comfortable if you have a great attitude your patients are going to feel confident about coming into you so and that's what we want and and so you know um again if if you don't know something please research it but not on facebook and um if you want to reach out to me i'll help there's so much misinformation out there that it's crazy really um all the the uh the misinformation and isn't it funny how the misinformation or the bad information spreads faster than the good or the real information?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's that shock jock value. We all go, oh my gosh, and then we share it and everything else. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's unfortunate. Yeah. So, you know, and, and Tia, um, and, and I will say, is not only a dear friend, but she is a great resource. I know that you are a, a big advocate for OSAP, a big advocate for proper and fresh control. And so absolutely, tell folks how they can get a hold of you uh, if they do want uh, to reach out with questions or, or just pick your brain for a minute.
1: Absolutely. My email address is my first name, Tia, T-I-J-A. And then the initials, E is in expanded, F is in function, D is in dental, and A is as an assistant. So T-I-J-A-E-F-D-A at gmail.com.
0: There you go. And I know, uh, you know, this is an ever-changing thing with COVID and, and there's so much information coming at you, but yet, I think there's still some things that are pretty baseline and how we uh, protect ourselves, how we protect our patients. I, I don't know that that's changed, and I'm not sure that will change, thank goodness.
1: Yes, you're absolutely right. What we've been doing works. Let's just keep doing it and, and, and maybe do better.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think we can always get better at that. And, and I mentioned OSAP just a minute ago, and, and I want yeah. to make sure we put in a plug for our friends. That's osap.org. Man, you talk about the voice of infection control for the dental industry. It is OSAP. And, and Tia, I know that uh, you, you've gone to a few of those meetings just like I have. And, and the work that they're doing behind the scenes is, is incredible.
1: They, that is an amazing organization that I found a few years ago. And they are nothing but dental office infection control. And I've, I've attended their boot camp the last three years. I absolutely love it. I hope to never miss it. And um, we didn't know, uh, you know, in January when we had our last OSAP boot camp, we didn't know what was ahead just in the next few weeks, but um, uh, we didn't realize how big this was going to be. But um, truly, uh, they have, uh, you know, a wonderful program uh, learning uh, for, you know, uh, infection control for anyone in the dental office. assistant, if you're a dental hygienist, a doctor, you know, and you want to learn more about this, uh, osap.org is the place to go.
0: Absolutely. Well, Tia, always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for the time and uh, stay safe out there, my friend.
1: Hey, thank you so much. You too. Good seeing you.
0: Uh, yes, absolutely. So, um, And thanks to all of you for listening to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast. We always appreciate that so much. We try to bring you experts in the industry with some common good advice uh, to help you through the day, through some of your pain points. If there's ever anything that you want to hear us cover, connect with us on the Ignite DA Facebook page. Drop us a line. Let us know. And I promise you, we will do our best uh, to fulfill those requests and get the experts in to help you. But for now, please. Kevin Henry, co-founder of Ignite DA, urging you stay safe, stay healthy, and please stay educated.